Let us pray. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you, yet a little while, and the world will see me no more. But you will see me, because I live, you will live also. John chapter 14, verses 18 and 19. Heavenly Father, thank you for your love, patience, and attention toward me. When I am lonely, you provide companionship. When I am weary, you provide rest. When unsure of myself, you uplift me and reveal the path forward. Thank you for being a good father and a consistent presence in my life when everything else seems inconsistent. You have all the qualities of a good father. Teach me to live from you, not merely for you. I want to draw life from you and reflect your spirit. Teach me to be patient as you are patient, comforting as you are comforting, and wise as you are wise. I depend on you, Holy Spirit, so I might encourage those who find themselves alone or aimless. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you for praying with me today. Now discover the profound intricacies of the heartbeat of faith with Dr. Andrew Farley. Father is a word that evokes intense emotion in all of us. During this Christmas season, many will feel a special kind of sorrow, either because they were blessed to have a wonderful father who's now gone, or because deep desires for the love of an absent father remain unfulfilled. For unto us a child is born, Unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there shall be no end, upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom, to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth ever forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Isaiah 9, 6-7 When you hear Jesus referred to as a father, what kind of reaction does that evoke? Pain? Joy? Perhaps there's an opportunity this Christmas to experience healing and reclaim what you've lost. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Heartbeat of Faith podcast. I'm Dr. Andrew Farley. It's been a joy joining you each day as we seek God's truth in the greatest stories ever told. It's Christmas and we've been looking at Jesus through Isaiah 9. Isaiah holds a Christmas prophecy about the birth of the Messiah. Isaiah gives Jesus five names, wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. Today, we look at the title, Everlasting Father. Isaiah isn't confusing God the Son with God the Father. As it is with all his titles, Isaiah is communicating the character traits of Jesus Christ. He embodies all the strong, nurturing, and wise qualities of our Heavenly Father. 
Jesus walked up to the women weeping and asked, Why is everyone making such a commotion? The child is only sleeping. The woman scoffed at him. His words seemed insensitive and almost evil. However, behind Jesus' questions were a promise. He took Jairus, his wife, and the three men with him upstairs. They entered the door, and there, lying on the bed, was the girl's lifeless body. She could not have been more than twelve. Her once rosy cheeks were white. Jesus walked over to her body slowly and knelt by the side of her bed. He held her little hand in his. Jesus' eyes watered as he held the little girl. Death was never God's intention. He is the author of life. Jesus kissed the little girl's hand and said, Talitha kumi, which means, little girl, arise. The girl's chest began to rise steadily up and down. Color was slowly returning to her face. Jesus smiled as her beautiful brown eyes opened. She sat up, stretched, and yawned as if she had awoken from a long nap. Jesus laughed with joy as the others in the room awed in amazement. The Bible puts a heavy emphasis on fatherhood. Fathers are responsible for leading their families through chaos and uncertainty. Jacob was responsible for protecting his family from imminent threat. Jacob lingered there for the night. He sent out droves of gifts of cattle, goats, and other livestock before him to gain favor with Esau. Yet there was no predicting how Esau would receive his gifts, for he pursued Jacob with four hundred men behind him. That same night, Jacob arose with his wives and eleven children and sent them across the stream of Jabbok. He sent them away to be safe with everything else he had in his possession. Jacob was left alone, until a man sprang up from behind him. The Bible doesn't give us many examples of excellent fathers. Instead, there seems to be a pattern of sin, neglect, and even idolatry that trickled down to the children. The stories of Israel's kings are a good example of this. Each son seemed doomed to repeat the sins of his father before him. The sins of Solomon were seen in his son Rehoboam, which eventually led to the splitting of Israel. Once again, Israel was a split kingdom. There were no perfect kings. The entirety of Israel pointed to the faithfulness of God to work in imperfect people. Solomon, for all his wisdom and tact as a king, fell prey to the grips of sin. His sins trickled down into the heart of his son. God would not excuse this, nor would he abandon Israel altogether. Instead, God would weave Israel's goodness and evil into one tapestry ultimately pointing to his grace. Father is a word that evokes intense emotion in all of us. During this Christmas season, many will feel a special kind of sorrow, either because they were blessed to have a wonderful father who is now gone, or because deep desires for the love of an absent father remain unfulfilled. Whatever our relationship with our earthly father is, we can find solace and peace in Jesus. He fills every void in our lives. Jesus, with his fatherly attributes, offers us a love 
unmatched by any earthly father. His arms are always open to us, and he shepherds us in ways that remind us of what a perfect father would be like. Despite the difficult experiences many have had with their earthly fathers, Jesus stands in stark contrast as one who affirms us and is always close to us. He came to this broken world to give us the gift of being his sons and daughters. In him, we find an endless source of love, acceptance, and joy, no matter what season it is. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. Yet a little while, and the world will see me no more, but you will see me. Because I live, you will live also. In that day you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. One who has my commandments and keeps them, that person is one who loves me. One who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him, and will reveal myself to him. John fourteen eighteen through 21 Jesus, our everlasting Father, is the embodiment of love, grace, and forgiveness. He extends His arms wide open as you're a member of His family. Through His sacrifice on the cross, He qualified you to be a part of His eternal kingdom. You're not just a distant observer, but a cherished member of His family. His love for you is unending, and His grace is boundless. In Him, you find acceptance, belonging, and a sense of purpose. You're chosen, loved, and deeply valued. So, my friend, rest in the assurance that you are forever embraced by the everlasting Father who will never let you go. His love for you is unwavering, and His forgiveness is unconditional. Allow His love and grace to inspire and empower you as you walk in the fullness of your identity as a beloved child of God. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Heartbeat of Faith podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode or learned something new about the Bible, share it with a friend or family member. Download the Pray.com app And for more encouragement in God's grace, visit andrewfarley.org. That's andrewfarley.org.